Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Uh, Mary Alice and I are taping this when it's raining <laughs> out here, so you may hear rain in the background. But I began talking to you on Monday about just practical suggestions for our secret place. This last weekend at New Spring, that was our focus in the last message of My Secret Life, The Secret Life You Need. And I talked about how that uh, the scriptures tell us, in fact, these are Jesus' words, that we are to go into our secret place and talk to our Heavenly Father, and our Father who sees in secret will reward us openly. So I, in Monday and Tuesday, if you didn't have a chance to watch, I share some practical suggestions. But I think, uh, probably it was on Monday, I, I'm pretty sure it was, I shared with you how that when I come out here in my secret place, one of the first things I tend to do is to open a psalm. And it could sound like the reason why I open a psalm is I just want to do praise and worship, but that's really important. But one of the things that I discover when I go into the psalms is how often the psalmist will write about some experience that I'm having in daily life. And many times I won't even be thinking about whatever I'm dealing with, you know, I'm kind of pushed it to the background. But then when I open the psalms, it brings it forward to the foreground. And I, 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 I leave with a new perspective. You know, so many of the things that we deal with, especially relationship stuff or, or just, you know, work issues or whatever, they're problems. And they nag at us. And, and I think sometimes God in his word brings us to look at something uh, in the scriptures that help us to refocus and maybe take some of the stress off. So uh, today, uh, as I shared with you on Monday, I, I'm opening with the psalm. And this is the one that I came to today. I'm in Psalm 123. It's a short psalm. So if you'll let me, I'd like to just read it for you. And I want to pull something uh, out for you that God was showing me today. It says, I will lift my eyes to you. We keep looking to the Lord our God for his mercy, just as servants keep their eyes on their master, as a servant girl watches her mistress for the slightest signal. So in verse one and verse two, David is saying, Lord, I'm, I'm focused on you. In fact, he, you know, a, a servant girl who is watching or a signal from the lady who is her boss She's just waiting for that instruction. Her, her eyes are focused on the hand of the mistress so that when she does make a signal, the girl is ready to spring forward. I know that that's not part of our culture today, but you know we understand that it was part of the culture back then. So David is saying, that's the way, God, that I'm focused on you. Now in verses three and four, the last two verses of the chapter, David goes into what his particular trouble is. He said, have mercy on us, O Lord, for we, <laughs> we have had our fill of contempt. Well, contempt means to be treated disrespectfully. David said, I'm up to here with people treating me disrespectfully. Then he goes and kind of says it again in a different way. He said, we've had more than our fill of the scoffing of the proud and the contempt of the arrogant. Well, what the Holy Spirit was showing me today in Psalms is oftentimes we are frustrated because we are waiting for someone to change. My guess is that every single one of us has somebody in our life that we're frustrated uh, because that person just refuses to change. They, they just don't get it or won't get it. And we wait and we wait and, and we just don't see change. One of the things that can do for us is it can cause us to be unhappy and frustrated. And I love what David said here in the Psalm. He began in the first two verses by saying, God, my focus is on you. And then in the second part, David speaks about the fact that he's waiting on people to change who won't change. 
And I, I really believe he gives us the answer to that problem in saying that our focus should be kept on God. Now, as I've been kind of sharing with you practical suggestions about you know what I do in, in the secret place out here on my deck, one of the things that I do is I bring my study Bible out here. This is the Bible that I read from. Now, when I say study Bible, it doesn't have notes or anything in it. It's just, it's, it's just a Bible that I, I use every day. And I, I don't know how you feel about this, but I like to have a Bible that I can mark because when I'm in devotion or when I'm just reading scripture, the Holy Spirit's going to show me things. And I want to <laughs> write those in so that when I come across them later, I'll remember that lesson that the Holy Spirit showed me the last time. So, you know, I I even drew a box around that psalm the last time I read it because I just felt like it, it was so important. And I even put a star by the part where the psalmist said, you know, our eyes are on you like the servant girl looking at the hand of her boss. But over here in the side, I just wrote something that meant a lot to me today. And here's what I wrote. The psalmist is not watching for the contemptuous person to change. He is watching for the hand of God. I love that. That's great for all of us who are stressing over somebody in our life or somebody in our world who just absolutely refuses to change. Don't give that person too much power. Don't give them the power to spoil your day. Remember, well, let me read it one more time. The psalmist is not watching for the contemptuous person to change. He is watching for the hand of God. After all, our destiny is not in the hands of that person who refuses to change. Our destiny is in the hands of the one who can change anything. That's a great word for today. That just happened to be my psalm this morning in my secret place, and I thought I'd share it with you. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for this day. And Father, we thank you that you are God. Our destiny is not in the hands of our best friend or worst enemy. Our destiny is in your hands. And so today, we choose to keep our eyes on you, to focus on you. Thank you for being our God. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll see you tomorrow on Noah's Window. I think I've got maybe some other thoughts about what to do in your, in your secret time with God. No, I want to stress what I stressed on Monday. Don't, don't just do these things because this is what I do. I really do believe all of us have different personalities and our secret time with God is going to have different format, maybe just different focus. But I, I do want to share some practical things because in case anyone's like, Mark, I'm just getting started and, and I'm looking for suggestions. Well, I hope these suggestions are beneficial. Remember, it's always good to have God talk to you through his word and then to spend time talking to God. I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, no, I swear to God.